0: To the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA Podcast with host Jonathan Pimba and James Grande. What's going on, everybody? John Pemba here with James Grande. This is the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS Podcast recording here on Tuesday evening for Wednesday's Monster. We got James 11 games late.
1: Yep, 11 us. games.
0: Huge, yep. huge 11 games on tap that we got here for. Some notable match from Slate Night Hammer, Chicago-Portland, 221 total there. Uh, we got Houston OKC checking in at 211. Sacramento, Minnesota at 225, sorry, 222 and a half. We got Orlando, New York at 208 and a half. Cleveland, Brooklyn, 206 and a half. Cleveland decimated in this game already. I mean, no Evan Mobley, no Colin Sexton, no Jared Allen, though they're going up against Brooklyn, who will be on a back-to-back. And then Boston and Atlanta at 214. No game totals currently that I'm seeing. For New Orleans and Miami, the Lakers and Milwaukee, and Dallas and Phoenix. James, am I missing anything?
1: Nope, no totals there. And I don't have a total for Washington and Charlotte, but I do see the Charlotte Hornets are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home.
0: Yeah, we got got uh, Brooklyn's ten-and-a-half-point favorites. The Knicks, eleven-and-a-half-point favorites over Orlando. The only ones that are really out of hand. Everything else is about three or two. So should be some close games here. A pretty a pretty solid slate overall. We do have some injury news as I mentioned there earlier. Cleveland's hit hard. Luka Doncic also ruled out for this game after suffering an ankle injury the other day. So we're definitely going to have to pay attention uh, there to that one. LeBron James continues to be ruled out. Anthony Davis is going to be probable, being ejected and dealing with a finger injury apparently. Jalen Brown is still out. Jimmy Butler's questionable. Uh, to play, he's missed the last few games there. Nikola Vucevic continues to be out for Chicago as he deals with COVID. Let's see, Middleton. Middleton's probable. So, may get Chris Middleton back in the lineup there for Milwaukee. That'll be a big pickup. Hayward is question- probable. He's probable. He probable. Yeah,
1: he's
0: probable. Probable with a hamstring. We'll wait and see that one out. And it's Gordon Hayward, always liable to be injured. Rob Williams, time lord, questionable. Left last game with a knee. He said he felt sharp pains in his knee. Never what you wanted from a big man, but that's going to set us up nicely for a little Al Horford versus Atlanta matchup there for Boston. Anybody else that I'm missing, Kevin Porter Jr. is questionable. Brooke Lopez is still out. Frank the Tank, even though Ayton did come back, so probably less important there, but he is questionable to play. Uh, Kevin Love is going to play back from his absence there of, of testing positive. Uh, for COVID, he's probably going to even start, right? he probably start against, Given the injuries to, to Mobley and to, to Jared Allen there. Uh, Laurie Markin is still out. Dante DiVincenzo is still out. Bogdan Bogdanovich is questionable to play. We got news, obviously, the other day that DeAndre Hunter is out. Kevin Hoarder is questionable to play. PJ Washington's out. Duarte is questionable. Am um, I missing anybody else here? I think I ran through most of them. Yeah, you
1: ran through. I'm pretty sure you ran Essentially, everybody. And if not, essentially- I mean... The, we'll NBA, get, the nba is fluid anyway and things will change on a dime so
0: it is did i see bam anywhere bam's questionable bam's right.
1: questionable yeah and bam dead and, is uh, also questionable yep so. and de- yeah yeah big big miami news for sure tomorrow for sure
0: all right so let's get to the point guard spot then we got we got brooklyn on back to back harden is 11-3 we got westbrook going up against milwaukee at 11k LaMelo all the way up to 10-7 here going up against Washington. That's your point guards above the 10-K threat.
1: So I'm going to take a look at Harden's fine. I don't love 11-3, but he's fine against Cleveland. Um, Westbrook 11-K I think is fine. Don't love 11-K. I don't love this tier, John, truthfully. No,
0: I'm with you. I, I basically just wanted to mention it so we can say no. Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: I'm. I want to say no and then just move to like Chris Paul. Yeah, much.
0: Chris Paul, SGA against Houston is, you know, Brogdon, yep. I'm sure, again, that's probably going to be a blowout situation, but Brogdon against Detroit is in a really good spot. And then, dude, our boy, yeah, Cole Anthony, right? Going yep. up against the Knicks, going against Kemba Walker here. And James, what's the one thing we've talked about with the Magic this year? No matter thing? what,
1: Cole Anthony's on the floor.
0: They play Cole Anthony no matter what. They lost to Atlanta by 18 points. Cole Anthony played 36 minutes in that game. <laughs> they don't care. They lost to Brooklyn by 23, 33. He played 31 minutes in that game. They don't care. So Cole Anthony at 7,900. Now listen, is he going to have another ceiling game? You know, it's, it's hard to really predict that. We might've called it the other day, but it's kind of hard to, to go out there and think. But Suggs, is, is Suggs out again? Is he, is he going to play questionable? Questionable still with the ankle. And you had the note, and it's probably gone up since, What Suggs off the floor, Anthony's usage rate was around 30. The dude chucks. He's just out there to fire. And he had 11 assists in that game as well. So $7,900 Cole Anthony, I'm not really scared. He's gone for 50-plus in two of the last four And over 40 now in four of the last five. So I'm buying. I'm I'm taking a bite at Cole Anthony here.
1: Same. And it it still remains 29%, but 1.26 fantasy points per minute. Those are elite. Also, John, since we're at the point guard position, perfect injury news update here. Damian Lillard listed as questionable, um, as well as Norman Powell. So both Powell and Lillard played through their injury the other night, but it is interesting. Maybe things got a little worse for them. So it is... Worth noting, Lillard 93 against a good Bulls team. Lillard, truthfully though, has been looking much better offensively in the in the games that he's played in. So definitely something to monitor. But I'm with you. It's Cole Anthony season. Bradley Beal is back. We're not yeah. playing Spencer meet at 78. Yeah. Say, so do you go Drew Holiday here against the Lakers? You-, you can. I mean, Middleton back. Like Middleton talked about his bout with COVID. He said it affected him, but he said he's been fine for quite a while now. So. He should be back to full health. I don't think we need to go there. I do think I'd be willing to go back to the Lowry well if we are without Butler and if we're out. If we're without Bam, I think Lowry's fine. I think a lot of people will jump off that bandwagon. I'm willing to go back. We've already seen 50-point upside, a triple-double. I think that's in the cards for Lowry. So Yeah,
0: and I wonder how many people play him with Tyler Hero being basically... It was $300 cheaper, right? Like more people likely to go the hero route than the lottery route, given recent form. D'Angelo Russell against Sacramento?
1: You said it the other day on the pod, and I guess I just was overlooking Russell a little bit because there's so many options there. But we talk about like consolidated offenses in football a lot. This is the consolidated offense. This is like the consolidated offense. The the shots go from Carl Anthony Towns to Anthony Edwards to D'Angelo Russell. That's it. And Malik Beasley sometimes off the bench, right? So as long as Russell's going to keep scoring, sure, I think he's fine for cash games. I think he has a nice floor right now, and I do think he's provided us with a 50 point ceiling too. So there is some upside. So maybe maybe Russell fine for all formats. Does Garland have a ceiling game here with nobody else able to shoot? <laughs> he, he, if he doesn't, Rubio Rubio will. So listen, it's it's I agree, but then like you look and Ricky Rubio is a guy taking 20 shots. Sure. So I like Garland and Cleveland as an organization has been very vocal about their love for Garland, like over Sexton. So like I lean Rubio here, but also Lonzo's at the same price as both of them. So. But I, mean, I guess at the same time, like Lonzo still has all that, all the other players on the bulls to deal with Garland and Rubio have themselves. Like, it's like the Spider-Man meme where they're pointing at each other. It's right. like, no, you shoot, no, you shoot, no, you shoot. So I'm kind of with you there. They're going of be forced to play, right? Is do they just play in a blowout too? Like, is it just gonna be? Uh, I mean,
0: I mean, like, I feel like they're gonna all the minutes, and like, I mean, acora could certainly step up and be more involved offensively. We know Chetty is gonna be involved more offensively in this one. Kevin Love for maybe the 25 minutes, he's on the floor. We'll, we'll definitely take some shots, but Garland and like you mentioned, Rubio already have high usage in this offense. So to me, it's just that grouping there and that. $6,500 range, I think just makes a lot of sense, as does the guy that's also $6,500. If you want to talk revenge Dude. narratives, Dennis
1: Schroeder, $6,500. Maybe, does he have a higher ceiling than those two or not? I don't think he has a higher ceiling with all the pieces out for Cleveland, but also Jalen's out, so possibly. Yeah, But I may take that back because Atlanta's a bottom five defense in the league, and they're currently... To back that up, oh, they're 27th in defense. They're six and nine. Nice. They're not as potent both ends of the ball. Here, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think Schroeder. I think this 6,500 point guard tier here, John, is super crazy elite. And I think you could pick between the four guys on DraftKings. How I would rank them? I don't know. I, I might even go Rubio first, just for okay. current form. Schroeder. Is it just l- upside? Yeah, see, it's his upside, and he's scoring to 16 or more in four of the last five, and he's gone for 60. So I'll go Rubio, Schroeder, Lonzo, Garland, but I think you can play all of them.
0: Okay. Kate Cunningham has cracked the 6K mark on DraftKings.
1: Deservedly so. (laughs) It is deservedly so. I don't love the matchup against
0: the Pacers, though. I just wanted to bring him up maybe to rule him out, but do you have differing thoughts here? All my thoughts...
1: My thoughts on this situation is we're going to regularly be paying this price soon. And I just, for all the people at home, thinking like, oh, this guy hasn't played well. Well, but he didn't get to play preseason. So he's learning on the job here and learning he is pretty quickly. Almost a triple-double last game. He's going to be just fine. I agree that it's not the best spot, but also if this game blows out, it doesn't matter. They played him 35 minutes in a 20 point loss. And he's played 30 minutes in every game in his last six games. So if you want to go there, I think he'll, you'll get him at sub-5% ownership. And it's something I'm willing to take up. And if you're playing multiple lineups, if you're playing one lineup, no. If you're playing multiple lineups, it's something I'm willing to take a shot on.
0: The next guy that I'm looking at, Halliburton's actually been playing really well. Um, I know he's a shooting guard, but he's a point guard shooting guard. So we'll probably talk him about both. But a matchup against Minnesota, just 5,900. 41, 31, 28, 27, 48, and I know there was an injury little spell in between there, but I mean, at 5,900, this is the cheapest he's literally been in the last 10 games, so almost all season, we're looking at Halliburton right now.
1: Yeah, I'm not quite sure what the algorithm is, and like why it's giving us this, but it's free, because if we're going to get 40 point upside twice in the last five games, and his price is going to decrease. I mean, that's something that we need to take note of and, and take advantage of. Yeah,
0: I'm with you on that one. How much are we buying into the Jalen Brunson here? I mean,
1: no no Luka. Have to, yeah, have to. The only thing is, if this game gets out of hand... Phoenix's like, defense is trash so far. But their year. defense has been bad, right? So let me, let's see if it has improved, though. I, I would like to see... Last 10 defensive... Yeah, players. I'm going to do... I did the last two weeks. Phoenix in defensive rating, John, is the second best unit in the league. In the last, the last two, two weeks. weeks? Per the last two weeks, we are recording on Tuesday evening. So per the 2nd of November, I could do the last week.
0: Oh, actually, May. over the last three games, they are the best perimeter defending team. 24.8% teams are shooting from three.
1: So, yeah. Yeah, 4-0 their, their last four games. The Celtics actually uh, were the best defensive unit But they've also played Cleveland, and (laughs) Cleveland and Boston are in the top three, and that's thanks to playing each other twice. Playing each other, yeah. So the (laughs) last
0: three games, yeah, Phoenix has really stepped up their defense there from the perimeter. So yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe Phoenix is finally starting to get over their hangover there and rounding out to form. It's why you take a little bit deeper— Uh, Look into the statistics because something. Surprise, surprise, stats change, right? So, good, good looks on that one. Any other value here? Do you like Caruso back in that spot? Patty
1: Mills started tonight. Probably would start again. Anybody else for you? D Rose, who played more minutes than Kemba the other night, and Thibodeau has like been weird with Kemba's minutes recently, and I think it's something to take note of. And Rose has played. 25 or more minutes in three of his last five games. Four of his last six, rather. And in those games that he's top 25 minutes, Sean, 30, 47, 28, 44 fantasy points. If Derrick Rose gets 25 minutes against the Magic at 4,600, he can win. And he's, I mean, he's he's literally proving it. Which is crazy to think because he's coming off the bench and he has those sporadic games where he's like playing 17 minutes against Charlotte, which, you know, sucks. Also, Kemp... What's what's significant about that game? Kemba, it's a Kemba return home, and he goes crazy. There's no significance to Kemba in Orlando, so mm-hmm. if he's not playing well, look for Derek Rose to take over. And I do agree. I think Caruso's fine. He just he proved to you he doesn't need to score to be uh, quality of quality fantasy producer. And I also don't expect him to not score right. in games. Or he so. did one
0: shot, which is. Crazy because he had been taking a lot. So, and then obviously, if Lillard's out, we won't know till 10 o'clock, but Anthony Simmons is 3,300. So you would have to basically put him in a util and then pray you pivot or leave. I mean, what's weird is that he scored eight points like right, right away the other day and then like never got back in the game. I don't know what. Well, it went down there, but generally he's playing like 20 minutes off the bench. So, something to certainly look at. Uh, shooting guard position. Ah, Lamella's got shooting guard eligibility now. That's cool. Bradley Beale's 9,800. I know we don't really like paying that price tag for him, so probably won't uh, be going in that direction. You got guys below them. Devin Booker's 9K. Brandon Ingram, shooting guard eligibility, $8,600. Zach Levine, Anthony Edwards, CJ McCollum is your 8 to 9K tier.
1: I'm not paying that for, for Bradley Beale. I know it's a great matchup, but like, we need 50 out of Bradley Beal. How many times is here? He's given us 50 twice out of 10 games. And I guess this is, theoretically, this is a spot. Let's see his Fandle price. 87, John. So you play Bradley Beal on Fandle at 87, right? You play Booker's Fine, Levine, cash games at this price, and Edwards, all formats. If he can go for 38, scoring nine points, I mean, he has a ceiling of, a thousand, and then if McCollum, obviously we're lock and load McCollum if Lillard sits.
0: Yeah, hundred percent, hundred
1: percent, lock and load McCollum, and, and lock and load and lock and load Tyler Hero if. But yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, John, again, if you, if you can only play, one, I mean, you play it might be Run- a fair imbalance.
0: It might be you're a fair imbalance. Any- yeah, you're playing Hero anyways, so he it just, just it's elevated. If those other guys are out, but he he's been unbelievable anyways this season. So, you know, he's, he's well within the mix. Again, guys, we've already talked a lot about here. Russell Schroeder, Garland, Karis Levert played 31 minutes. Didn't probably not yet, you know, want the price to drop a little bit more, but good to see him get back on the floor and playing minutes there. What else else are you thinking?
1: At shooting guard? I mean, I don't think we could play Grayson Allen anymore with everyone coming back. Kobe White can't play. He's not playing enough minutes. I think Tim Hardaway could be in play. It's like the same feeling about Jalen Brunson. Like, you could, but are they going to be competitive against Phoenix? I don't know. If the Miami guys are out, we play Duncan Robinson, 51. Do you play Jalen Green, John, if if Kevin Porter is out? Yeah, maybe. The shots are going to be there. Do you play Talon Horton Tucker, who is now $4,800? But he played 37 minutes and went for 42 fantasy points. Can we can we trust Horton Tucker at 48? I yeah no LeBron yeah LeBron's already out he's yeah, cut, yeah. He's, okay and I I guess maybe Eric Gordon if Porter sits maybe question mark maybe yeah it's 11 game slate. we don't need to you play Chetty out you play Chetty 4K you play Chetty yeah that's that's where you go. If you, all right. If we go over to the small forward spot, where are you looking there? I mean, Durant on a back-to-back is interesting. This would be a this would be a spot for me for Tatum at 10-2 against Atlanta. Bottom five defense in the league. I don't love the 10-2 price tag, but I think it's viable. If Butler plays, I could be interested against the Pelicans. I think the Pelicans are a very poor defense. And on the flip side, if Butler doesn't play, maybe Ingram is someone we'd take a look at. 44 fantasy points last game, and then the rest of the small forward. I mean. I don't know. Karis Levert is not really doing it for 69 dollars yeah, the price tag. Yeah,
0: shooting guard, not really there. Do you trust the Kuzma experience
1: again? You can, but like it's like the same thing as Dinwiddie. Like the price is kind of elevated. We can go back to the well because it's Charlotte, though. I think because Charlotte is so bad against front courts, they're so bad against front courts. So I think Kuzma is fine. You've been all over Sadiq Bay. The last yeah. two podcasts we've done, you have. Been all over Sadiq Bay. So, is it something that you're going to go back to here? Because like you didn't like Kate at 61, but is this like a, a matchup that would intrigue you? I mean, Karis Leffert defense, Justin Holly. Like, how do you view Sadiq Bay? On yeah,
0: I mean, like, I don't love obviously the spot for Detroit as a whole. So it's not really a spot. I don't. I don't think I'm gonna have really any exposure to them. But I mean. He's been very good, right? So I mean, if Detroit is out there at all, like it could def- definitely be him doing the damage. So yeah, I don't think he's gonna get Karis Laverty. You probably get like Justin Holiday defense. So I don't know. I mean, I- I'm probably not gonna play him, but I do like him moving forward.
1: Fair, 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 fair. Well, if you're not playing him, who are your?
0: Oh, let me ask you. Let me ask you because we talk we talk about this a lot. Giddy isn't shooting well, but he's doing everything else, right? Would you pay 6,200 for Giddy against Houston here? Like, this would be a matchup where you could conceivably think the shot would fall a little bit. At the very least, he's giving you consistent production across the board.
1: I think my thing is like, at 6,200, can Josh Giddy give us 40 fantasy points? And he probably can. If I'm building one lineup, I'm not going to play Josh Giddy. But if I'm building multiple lineups, then I think that's something to consider. I think it's something to consider in a tournament for if you're if you're playing multiple lamps. But I don't think he would make my 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 lone lineup if I was playing single entries or cash games. I don't think Giddy would make it.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Moving further down the list here, I mean, I guess he can't really play Grayson Allen if if Milton's back. Nope.
1: Josh Hart had a double double. Yeah, with Ingram back, and mm-hmm. he's just a like he is a very good basketball player in general. He's a very good rebounder. I think it's a good, a decent spot for him. I don't think he needs to have like decent spots. He's just because he's going to always be involved in whatever they're doing. They they don't have a lot of options. So yeah, I think 5200 is fine. The problem is like in most situations, if I'm not playing Talon Horton Tucker at shooting guard, I probably have him in my small forward build. Yeah, maybe I missed. I did not. That's your okay. variety. I,
0: another guy that I've been just all over Dort. Forty nine hundred dollars is a shooting guard. Thirty six, thirty six, twenty six, thirty two. The last four games mm. for him, he was five K the last two slates, and now he's forty nine hundred.
1: I mean, yeah, and he, he scored was, twenty actual in all four of those 20 games. Twenty actual,
0: too. four straight. Yeah, now he's got Houston. So. Play Dort at shooting guard, play Townhorn ducker at small. I think that is definitely a spot to take a look at. Uh then of course if Norm Powell sits in Nassir Little, somebody you can look at. He played 25 minutes the other day as well. So like he's playing off the bench, anyways. It's all about whether or not he's is being productive, right? 25 right. minutes, just eight points. He didn't give you anything. The two slates prior, one coming off the bench. He played 20, 29 minutes, 41 to 31 fantasy points. So definitely something to take take a peek at. We mentioned if Suggs is out. Terrence Ross didn't start that game, but as we talked about on the podcast, came off the bench, 26 minutes, 19 shots, 12 threes. So <laughs> if you're on DraftKings, $3,500, if Suggs is out again, Gary Hash is going to start. You can play Terrence Ross on DraftKings. Like, it's just, yep. you can do it. He's in the truck. He's just out there to shoot. So yeah, I think I think that's probably where you go. Again, Okoro's 37. but He's going to play just a boatload. What do you make of, maybe this was a, a Beal casualty, but what do you make of Denny playing 28 minutes?
1: I mean, they're playing him because he's playing defense, but I don't def- like he's very good defensively. But I do think it's I, I don't I don't think we can like project him to double double again. Plus, it's like if Porter plays, I'd rather play Porter. If Porter doesn't play, I'd rather play Cam Reddish. So I think there's just kind of better value on the board than Denny. But it is interesting to note that he is getting a decent amount of run 22 minutes per game over his last four 21 on the year so he's he's a nice little he's turning into a nice little player that we that we kind of hope for and and he's finally getting the run to prove it
0: yep for sure so next guy that we're we're looking at there again just sticking with this i've talked about him a lot it's josh richardson he's 3300 another 20 fantasy points out of him against cleveland the other day he's gonna play 25 to 30 minutes here with jalen brown out yeah i think i think we rattled off on 11 game slate plenty of sub 4K guys that yep. you can kind of throw in your lineup there on this slate. And of course, if if Bogdan's out, you can be in her in Hoarder. Like Reddish is thirty four hundred dollars. So like another guy that you can throw in there. Power forward, you mentioned already at the top that Giannis is twelve five. I would pay it though. I mean, I don't know, it's the Lakers. I don't really have any qualms paying up, especially since you just mentioned a bunch of guys that you could play. Durant on a back to back against a slow paced Cleveland team, probably out at eleven five there. I would play Tatum at ten two. I'm okay with that. Um going up against Atlanta with no Jalen Brown. That's, I think I think I'm perfectly fine uh, going to that well there. What do you think about the guys below them? Or do you have any takes on do you, you know do you like to hit them? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I spoke about him at Small Fort.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Okay. There's a lot of a lot of names here, James. We're we're scrolling, we're researching. Never know. I'm not
1: playing Randall in current okay. form. So Savonis, so I think, is fine. I think he, I thought he was too cheap at eighty eight. He went for nearly fifty, probably Price correctly you can i don't think it's like a priority the rosen's been really good but again i mean you can go there back to back 50 burgers back to back 35 and 38 actual point game still no vucevic so you can go there but i think all eyes on all eyes on the unicorn here
0: yeah i think that's probably an accurate statement right i
1: mean yeah, dude
0: 7400 coming off of 40 47 56 and no Luka Dungeon, which they had advance notice of before they released today's. They knew that Luka wasn't going to play. So they could have jacked him up. They didn't jack him up. It's Phoenix. You did mention how good defensively they've been playing. But, you know, hard not to look at that and want to go uh, in that direction for sure. What do you think about the bigs for Orlando against going up against the Knicks here? Robinson's questionable. Noel's already ruled out. That if those guys don't play. You're looking at Taj Gibson, Obi Toppin against Wendell Carter.
1: Yeah, I think Wendell Carter's solid. Thirty or more fantasy points in six, uh, seven of his last eight or eight of his last ten. Sorry, so yeah, I think there's a nice floor for Wendell Carter, and he's shown fifty-point upside. So yeah, I'm I'm cool with Wendell Carter tomorrow.
0: Yep, I'm with you on that one. Anybody else? Anybody else jumping out to you? Darius Basley. And yeah, all his blocks
1: and all his blocks, blocks.
0: Yeah. 25 minutes 26 minutes the last couple of games the scoring's been shit but i mean yeah i don't know it's it's houston right so
1: no let awesome. play play there is a play john and he's 3800 why don't you go down to 3800 oh geez 3800 dollars here Oh, was no, no, the two still it, the is, two. it is i mean
0: they, they, he ha- they barely touches his price yeah
1: he has started yeah Two games in a row, and it's gone from 24 to 32. He can shoot. He's made two or more threes. He has had five or more rebounds in four straight. He scored 13 actual or better in three straight. He has a block. I mean, he's really doing it all, and he's still free, and he gets the Timberwolves. So it's a free what, score.
0: What if I told you there was a guy that was going to be starting tomorrow for the Boston Celtics?
1: Oh, no shot.
0: 27 minutes and 24 minutes of the last two games. I 11 care. actual in both. I don't care. Twenty one fantasy points against Cleveland.
1: Thirty two hundred dollars. He will not convince me to play Grant Williams. His name is Grant Williams. And he will not convince me to play PJ Tucker. Okay. If I lose, I've said it. They have literally zero like s- shot ceilings. Or they have like zero shot floors. He takes threes what? He takes threes, I'd rather play Gallinari for 35. All
0: right, all right, fine.
1: How about this? Jaden
0: McDaniels played another 30 minutes. Back-to-back games, 32 yeah. and 30 minutes for him.
1: Yeah, it's he's, interesting. He's 31. He didn't do we'll, anything against Phoenix, but... Will State of foul trouble. Foul trouble. Yeah. Proud of him. Yeah, <laughs> progress, five. right? It's progress.
0: Now it's Sacramento. So,
1: yeah, so that's the other guy.
0: All right, center, let's wrap this one up here. Towns against Sacramento, I think, is probably one of the best matches we've had for Towns this season. He went for 35 and 13 against Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he scored. He scored literally a third of third of Minnesota's points in that game he's uh, definitely
1: flopping definitely flopping here definitely spot. probably
0: in a flop situation Joe Valvers Bam pick your poison probably don't want it, either of them in that yeah. spot there no I mean Bam I'd play
1: Bam if there's no Butler but if everyone's healthy no thanks all
0: right you talked Horford already so Horford against Atlanta we mentioned Capella on the flip side eh, eh, eh. not really coming, great coming
1: 55 I know but you're right you're right it's
0: it's no. Horford, right? It's Horford. They don't yes. really want to deal with that one. Rashawn Holmes on the flip side against Minnesota, the thirty fantasy points out of him could be double double territory. We know how bad Towns is. Yep. Uh, Montrezl going up against Charlotte, coming off the bench,
1: kind of frustrating. Usage decrease though with Beal yeah. back. It's, it's true. I think I think we John. I think this is the. I think Aiton is the is the sixty two hundred dollars yep. going That's up 14, against 14, Dallas. This is, the, this is the play. This is the play. Yeah. Man. Yeah, this is the play. I think Aiden's like maybe the top center point per dollar on this league. Isaiah Stewart's played a lot, of man. Yeah, he's been good too. I mean, yeah. 15 rebounds. You've been, you've been yelling from, the, from rooftops about this.
0: Well, they should have been uh, playing him more. Yeah, they should have been playing him more this whole time. But what about a freshly rested LaMarcus Aldridge?
1: Boy, how frustrating is this?
0: If you're, As you're listening to this, I'm sure you're all aware that as of right now, as we're, we're four minutes into the before halftime of the Warriors-Nets game, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge doesn't appear to be playing. According to Twitter, he's sitting at the end of the bench wearing a t-shirt. So I uh, wish Steve That's Nash the- told anybody that because not a single person knew that LaMarcus Aldridge was not going to play tonight. Wildly frustrating, to say the least.
1: The Nets just released a statement and said, I say LaMarcus Aldridge is not injured for those curious. That's from their PR team. So.
0: fantastic
1: so it's just literally yes so here it is yes to aldridge because this means blake griffin does not play right. tomorrow right.
0: right
1: so yes to aldridge
0: unbelievable
1: Yeah, so it's, it's that's that's very very horrible. Un- unbelievable
0: all right so after that is there anybody else i guess that we're looking at here would you play <laughs> would you play the plum dog here again against against washington uh, uh, it's a good price
1: man he just doesn't do anything. I I almost would rather play Gafford because he actually stayed in of foul trouble against Valanciunas. So, of course, this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to say he's less likely to get in foul trouble against Plumley, and he's going to have two fouls instantly. But I think I would be more interested in playing Gafford on the flip side of that matchup.
0: Yeah, I guess you
1: could probably consider that one. John, now here's, a, I have to throw something at you. Because this is potential. This is a potential. If Miami is without Bam and Dwayne Dedman, they have someone named Omer Yurtseven. And I don't know if you watched uh, the preseason at all. This dude is a fantasy point-per-minute monster. And I have to just mention it because, look, Markeith, already out. Dwayne Dedman, Bam Adebayo. Questionable, questionable. If Yurt7 were to start... Any so does he play more P. than a. 10 minutes? I mean, I don't think they can go PJ because Valanciunas on the other side. There is definitely a chance there's foul trouble. He might be I mean, 10 minutes. Oh my God, imagine we just rostered Yudonis Haslam and DFS. and In three games, Yudonis Haslam has five... Point five, or 6.5 fantasy points combined <laughs> he has 6.5 fantasy point combined in uh yeah so in three games
0: that, that's all we have to say all right th- that wraps up today's podcast we'll have obviously the full playbook and all of the content out for you there for wednesday's 11 game main slate james any, any final words here Screw steve Nash. that's all yeah, I yeah i agree <laughs> screw steve Nash. what a what an absolute disaster not telling anybody you have no intention of playing Marcus Aldridge tonight. Unbelievable. All right. We'll catch you guys later.